Welcome. This is Jamie. And this is Donna. And this is episode number 98 of the Circa 71 podcast for the week of February 22nd, 2022. 2-22-22. <laughs> Coming up on today's show, new complimentary Walt Disney World annual pass magnets are coming soon. DVC Moonlight Magic makes a triumphant return. Face masks are optional for vaccinated guests. And in our main segment, we peer back into the crystal ball. This is the Circus 71 podcast. Into housekeeping this week with a story that I read and was pretty excited about. Uh, new complimentary Walt Disney World annual pass holder magnet will be coming soon. Um, this new magnet, we, which we don't know the character or the design for, will be soon available, or the date that it will become available, yeah. other than soon. Um, will be uh, becoming available. So hopefully we get some more details on that. But um, there hasn't been a new complimentary magnet at Walt Disney World since the redesigned AP logo um, last year. You know what else is coming soon, Jamie? But we don't have any dates or information. Anything? Tron? The dining plan. Yeah. Or the yeah. train. Yeah. Or Cosmic Rewind. Yeah. Well, they did say summer for that. So we at least have a time frame of this. But I think this is, is we're going to hear more about it. Like this actually relatively soon because this is minor. Although I find it really funny that it's at Disney Springs because you don't need a park pass reservation for that. And, but uh, yeah, you need to be an annual pass holder, right? Yeah, it just strikes me funny for that. So look forward to uh, you know figure out what the character is. All right, moving right along. It's not Sea Attack, right? We're pretty sure about that? No, that would just be like a horse's behind. <laughs> All right, next up is the refurbishment of Exodus and Everest at Disney's Animal Kingdom has been extended through April 30th of this year. Um, so initially it was going to be mid-April, and then it was going to be April 22nd. And now it looks like it's going to be April 30th, but possible that it could even be, um, I guess, earlier if it's done earlier or, you know, who knows, it could be another TTC and it could be June before it's open. TTC? It's TTA, sorry. It's oh. been a long day. <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember that being closed. Um, yeah. The other thing that's interesting specifically is April 30th is the furthest the calendar is currently available. Um, so it could be extended more. I, I don't, we know this isn't the Yeti. So unless they're having some real issues getting the spiders out of the building, I don't know what else this could possibly be. Who knows? Yeah. Do you know that's a real thing, by the way? No. Apparently it's like infested with Black Widow spiders. I don't know if that's true or not, oh. but I heard that. That's yeah. a little scary. Well, you would think so. No, but I, yeah, I'd heard that. I, I don't know if it's a hundred percent true, but I think it's enough plausible, you know, plausibility that I actually do believe it. Huh. Interesting. So, speaking of further construction delays, permits uh, or a permit has been extended for wall, world. Bleh, 
Spit it out there, bud. Wow. World ce- <laughs> remix for World <laughs> Celebration construction at Epcot through at least October of 2022. This permit was filed with the Orange County Comptroller's Office. Um, and Disney has extended the deadline to work on the World Celebration area at um, at least through October. Obviously, this could be extended again. Um, the new permit lists the project as Project G202-1, which is commonly referred to this area in the past, Journey of Water inspired by Moana and the festival area, whatever that's going to be, um, are being built as part of the transformation of Epcot. Woo! Yeah. Is that I, I, just, I want them to get the one, the one side done with Max's Cafe. Open that up. I mean, at least you can get that artery where you can go straight through, um, you know, Spaceship Earth, get that opened and not have to go all the way around. I mean, if you think about it, having to go, like if you're trying to go from the land to test track, oh yeah, that could be a 20 minute walk easily. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd like to at least one side of this to get done. I mean, I hate it. I totally hate it. I They should have kept, you know, the interventions or communicore buildings, you know, whatever you want to call them. Um, but no turning back now, I suppose. Yeah, things that they've all been leveled. No, I mean, I've, I've talked about this before. I'm just so tired of seeing construction walls everywhere at Epcot. It's kind of crazy that, you know, we're, you know, well in to the 50th anniversary celebration at this point and we're still looking at construction walls everywhere and in i call it future world because it will always be future world to me but that half of the park yeah i mean you think i mean october 1st 2022 is the 40th 40th anniversary of epcot in and of itself correct like i mean that should be a big monumental thing and who knows if this is even going to be done at that time. And I know, obviously, COVID slowed things down. I mean, th- that notwithstanding, but I-, I can't even tell you what's happening with this thing. We don't have any new concept art or anything that's going on. Bobby C is drawing it up for you. Yeah. Yeah, that baboon. <laughs> All right. Should we talk about something that's actually fun? I'm super stoked about this announcement. So Jamie loves to talk about Disney Vacation Club things on the show because Jamie is a Disney Vacation Club member, as am I for that matter, but he really likes to talk about them. So he has added this pretty big announcement, and of course it's big in the DVC world, not so much to most guests, but Moonlight Magic Events will be returning to Walt Disney World after a two-year hiatus due, obviously, to COVID, or at least that was the excuse once the <laughs> parks reopens. Um, the events will be returning to the Walt Disney World Resort. Um, interestingly enough, James, I don't believe anywhere in that announcement did they talk about Disneyland. No, they did not. No Disneyland, and actually no Magic Kingdom, or, and I thought there would be a Typhoon Lagoon announcement, but... Um... I don't know if that's because they plan on closing that at some point or, or what, but nothing for that either. Fair enough. So in any case, DVC members, well, asterisk, 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 
who register and get a spot and blah de blah have uh, enough direct can... points <laughs> right so there are certainly multiple asterisks there um can stay late for select days and shorter wait times character sightings which jamie um to be honest with you that might be one of my favorite parts about moonlight magic the kind of obscure characters that come out yeah um reimagine entertainment and complimentary treats so think um like the old party style events but include it for disney Disney, Disney occasional members with all those asterisks that we sort of you know Mm -hmm. touched on so dates and event information have been um, announced for epcot march 17th and march 31st hollywood studios may 24th june 16th and july 14th and animal kingdom july 26th and august 31st um of course event registration will be required first come first serve for eligible members at a disney resort hotel and then later to all eligible members it's kind of like um like a random pool so you can enter like this this digital waiting room and then they assign you a random number and they do every single time or at least in the past when i've been you know completing these um you know kind of kind of virtual waits it's it's very randomized and they do um sell out they do book out so not everyone who wants to go gets to go which of course is a point of contention for some but you know what can they do if they want to keep it small yeah i I agree And, and this is more this is a big deal in the DVC world that this came back um, because as Donna kind of mentioned, this is a free event for direct members um, that have enough points to qualify and go through the whole registration process and everything like that. But DVC actually pays a lot of people just assume that, you know, Disney can do whatever they want, but this is like its own separate company and they pay to rent out, you know, these entire parks um, you know, for the members and, and pay the cast members and food and, and everything like that. So super, super stoked. This will be back and hopefully I'll be able to get into Epcot um, on Wednesday when reser- uh, reservations open. Yeah. I mean, that would definitely be cool. It's, it's a fun event. Um, now that Anthony's older and not napping, I don't know how you know, feasible it'll be for us because they don't start until late in the evening and then go even later. Um, but one of them is over a spring break. So I would at least, you know, entertain the idea. Yeah, for sure. And I was looking, Hollywood studios is the only one that was announced that has three dates. So maybe they swapped a typhoon lagoon for an extra studios. I feel like, and Andrew can correct me if he remembers, but I feel like when they opened like new attractions they always did more there so maybe this is their idea of giving folks a chance to ride like mickey mm. mini runaway railway rise like things like that they might have had a chance to ride yeah that's plausible because i mean epcot wouldn't be i mean guardians won't, won't be open by the end of march so yeah no that's definitely plausible for sure all right don let's go to our last story and quite possibly <laughs> the biggest um face masks optional at walt disney world and it's extended to disneyland as well starting last thursday february the 17th face masks will or are at this point optional for fully vaccinated guests at walt disney world resort starting february 17th at both indoor and outdoor locations um all guests are still required to wear masks on disney transportation such as the monorail, uh, buses, um, Disney Skyliner as well. And I think that's just because of the federal debate for public transportation. Um, thoughts, Donna? 
My thoughts exactly. So being very real, outside, no problem. Inside, honestly, people were taking the masks off anyway. So I don't know, James. It is what it is. I'm not going to get worked up about it. If we want to wear masks, we can. But if we don't want to, we don't have to. Well, my big concern, I think, with the whole thing, and, and I've been relatively cautious, you know, through the whole process, is that I, I feel like, no offense to the Alzheimer's patients out there, but we get this delusion of we're out of everything. And then we rip off all the masks and precautions and then we stumble and throw up all over ourselves and there's another variant that comes and kicks it down. It happened at the beginning of last summer and that's my biggest fear that we are just going to repeat and repeat this crazy pattern. Um, you know, especially because I have two kids that can't be vaccinated yet. You know, so it's that's kind of my big concern that I, I would love for this to kind of be the start of the end, so to speak. But we've seen this tale told before. Yeah, but at the same time, is Walt Disney World requiring masks going to change a variant coming? No, but, well, I mean, to a certain extent, it could limit the spread. I mean, it would have to be more widespread i'm talking more in like a, a country kind of thing not necessarily in the microcosm of of walt disney world but you know it, it is what it is i'll we will probably still wear them indoors for sure i would think but from pictures and videos that i've seen not a lot of, <laughs> evidently it's a uh, uh convention of vaccinated people at Walt Disney World well I mean and that always becomes the laughable thing like the, the kids who are obviously younger than five walking around without the masks on it's like well how you know I don't know Jamie at this point in time I kind of feel like teach their own if you want to wear a mask great if not that's fine too yeah no I, I totally agree and just hope that you know in two months' time, we're not regretting this choice. and Because what's going to happen is it's going to be reinstated and everybody will lose their mind over that. So so this know. is kind of um, an interesting segue to take just a couple minutes here, because Jamie, I'm looking at our time and we've got, we've got a few minutes, to talk a little bit about some stark differences I noticed um, this weekend on the Disney Dream. Mm, good point. So uh, my family just got home today, which we're recording here on um, Monday the 21st on President's Day. Um, we were sailing from Friday through um, this morning and masks. Well, let me back up. In order to even get on the vessel, anyone aged five plus has to be fully vaccinated. So that's two weeks after the second vaccine um, or for those old enough for the J&J, um, &J, two weeks after the, the only vaccine. You don't currently have to be boosted for Disney Cruise Line. Actually, I don't believe that any major cruise lines are requiring the booster as of yet. I believe um, so. So um, five plus must show proof of vaccination and actually has to be uploaded to a safe passage portal website and approved and validated before um, you can get, can get to the port. When you get to the port, you um, are, I don't know, watch sounds like it's creepy, supervised <laughs> while doing a... Um, supervised uh, sounds better. Yeah, by doing your, your own nasal swab, um, a person who works 
for um, the terminal counts while you swab each side of your nose five seconds, other side five seconds. They instruct you how to snap off the Q-tip into the vial, put all the vials to your family into the bag, and all the vials are you know obviously labeled. They run the test, and then um, through that Safe Passes website, you get the words clear to sale pops up for each member of your family. So at this point in time, anyone five or older has already shown proof of vaccination and every single person entering the vessel has passed, you know, this, this COVID test, it's come back negative. Anyone who is not eligible, who's too young to be vaccinated has to have a PCR test done um, within like 48 hours of, of embarking at the um, family's expense. So the little ones have been tested at that point in time twice before being allowed to sail. You must wear an approved facial covering over your mouth and nose. And this is not like, oh, you had to at Disney. You must. There are people everywhere and they are up in your face in a not nice way, reminding you to put them on. And if you like happen to say, I don't know where it is, they whip a mask out of their pocket, a disposable and hand it to you. So there's no nonsense of like, oh, I left it in my stateroom or whatever. Um, we were traveling with friends and it was very, very breezy yesterday at Disney's Castaway Key. And his mask legitimately blew like out of his pocket and bye-bye, gone. He walked up to a cast member and said, hey, excuse me, my mask blew. Like, what, what can I do? The cast member, no questions asked, went in their pocket, pulled out a pack of them, handed him one of the, the masks. No big deal. So they take it very, very seriously. Um, in addition, every other row was even closed on the tram, the open air tram, to promote physical distancing. There are physical distancing markers, the please wait here markers that were taken up ages ago at Walt Disney World. They are still everywhere in the cruise ships, uh, limiting capacity um, on the vessel itself. No more than 50% capacity right now for um, guests. Uh, they are even limiting capacity, Jamie, in the pools outside. Okay. on the open deck you know saying okay you know only they have um you know the the partitions that like why they go back into the stand they'll extend out and then it goes back in I, i'm I no idea what you're referring yes you do to. you know exactly what i'm talking about i'm just not explaining it well um so it's a long post and then you pull the it's, it's like a it's like a tape measure you pull it out and you hook it to the next post you hook it to the next post to block off an area Oh, oh, like a partition. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So around each of the pools, and they have one side that you enter, one side that you exit. They block it off once it once this giant pool reached twelve people. They roped it off, waited ten minutes, blew a whistle, cleared the pool, and the next twelve people got in. They were treating the pools like they were an attraction. Huh. Interesting. Um, physical distancing markers um, for fireworks in the evening at sea. Um, dining rooms, every other table pretty much being sat. You weren't sitting probably within six feet of anybody else. The servers were all wearing the KN90, I always mess with the number, 295, whatever, like the really good one. Um, All of the servers, anyone in beverage services, food services, were all wearing those masks. You even had to have your face covering on to enter the open air, I say buffet, but they were serving you. They were putting it on your plate for you at Castaway Key. Okay. They very, very, very serious with the face covering. So it's just interesting to me seeing World really take their foot off the accelerator and DCL still being very much like if you were walking down the hallway to your stateroom and the only person in the hallway was you and the stateroom steward, the stateroom steward would say, hey, where's your mask? Yeah. 
It's amazing. Two different worlds almost. Yeah. So, but how was the overall experience? Enjoyable? Oh my gosh, we loved it. Anthony had like the best time. He his day yesterday consisted of we were again we were at Disney's Castaway Key Islands, um, and they have a area where you swim out. Um, so Andrew in the ocean. And I was like, have fun, babe. Andrew took Anthony out. They swam out to it's like a water play area that you could picture at like a Disney Deluxe Resort. Okay, yeah, yeah. But in the ocean, so it has like the big giant bucket that dumps out on the kids, things for the kids to spray, like you know, the, the water guns, like that kind of thing. A water play area floating in the water and it had two giant slides. If I tell you the boys went down the slide twice, they probably went down the slide like 30 times. They oh, did wow. not come in for like an hour and 45 minutes, at which point in time, Anthony's crying hysterically. Andrew's carrying him toward me. And my girlfriend Wallace goes, uh-oh, Anthony's upset. And I was like, yeah, Andrew probably just made him get out. Crying hysterically because he's like, his lips are like blue and his teeth he's are so chattering. <laughs> so i you know warmed up hugged him and you know got him got him warmed up and then changed his clothes um before we ate lunch but he had a ball and then we went back we got on the boat went back to the room got him his other bathing suit and rash guard and we went to the pool and he did the aqueduct like three or four times in a row went in the pool did like they had like a little kid slide they did a million times he had ice cream we went in the hot tub to end like the time in the water the kid was in the water from like nine o'clock in the morning until like four o'clock in the afternoon with like a small break for lunch oh that's awesome <laughs> so he had a very big very exciting day um just he's just a really cool age for it um it was great to have our friends along too because andrew and i switched nights like one of us would stay with anthony the other would go out with them and you know enjoy the adult stuff um character interactions were what they are at walt disney world right now so physical distance in there the one difference I will say, and I think it kind of does make an aesthetic difference in your pictures, and this was interesting to me, at World, you see they still have like the partition up that we were just talking about. Yes. So you physically see that partition between you and the person in the pictures. On the cruise, which I just mentioned was very, very strict, I guess is a good word, didn't have that partition up. They just had a giant like poly dots circle on the ground where you were supposed to stand and the characters were about six to ten feet behind you interesting so aesthetically in the picture yes you can see you're far away from them but you don't see like the barrier so it looks nicer oh that's good yeah so that the character greetings were fun the show was phenomenal they were only doing one show which was a little bit disappointing but i knew that going in um usually on the three night sailing they do like two different shows um but they just did the one um for a kid anthony's age and this is good for you to know james i know you guys are thinking about it for next summer um with when anthony goes to bed we have to have the main seating. You have to have like the seating that's, it was 545. Right. Um, Cause the later seating is like eight or eight 30, like when he's already in bed. Yeah. So have to do the main seating, but then that makes your show time the reverse. So if you have main seating, you have the late show. If gotcha. you have late, you have the early show. So the first night on Friday night, instead of eating in the dining room, and remember Disney Cruise Line, one of the things that makes it stand out from other lines is different dining rooms. And you have the same wait staff that rotates with you throughout the three dining rooms on the three night cruise. Um, but the first night was the plainest of the three dining rooms, in my opinion. So we opted to eat at Flo's Cafe from Cars. Mm-hmm. And we just, I think Anthony had like a piece of pizza. Andrew and I had like really nice sandwiches and salads. Um, and then we went to the six o'clock, was it Andrew? Six o'clock, uh, Beauty and the Beast show. So we had like a five o'clock dinner. 
did Beauty and the Beast from 6 to 17, and then Anthony did, you know, bath time, bedtime, and was in bed just fine. But that's something that I don't think that a ton of people think about as far as little ones go, that if you want to see the show, like if your kids are old enough to enjoy the show, which Anthony loved every second of it, it does mean you would miss your table service dinner, which some people really don't like to do. Right. Well, it sounds like you packed a lot into what, three three nights, two nights. It's three nights, Jane, but it goes so quick. Yeah, it goes so quick because we were on the boat right before lunch on Friday, and then we were off the boat by like eight something this morning. Oof. So but. it's it's two full days of vacation. It's the Saturday and Sunday. It's Nassau and Castaway Key. We didn't get off the boat at Nassau. We stayed on the boat and enjoyed the boat amenities. Anthony got to play a Mouseketeer Madness trivia. Um, it was like randomly generated numbers. Like you walked in, you got a number and Andrew, myself and our friends, Wallace and Leo and Anthony each got a number and one of our five got called and Anthony starts jumping up and down. He goes up the first two it was five trivia questions. Is he trivia questions? The first two he knew all by himself. The third one, he's like looking around, like starting to panic. And the host is like, don't worry, buddy, you have a hint. Would you like to use a hint? And he goes, uh-huh. And the host like helped him use like the cut it down to two or whatever. And let's say it was like A and D. And he starts to say, say like A or whatever. And the guy was like, oh, no, no. He started to say D. And he goes, hey, buddy, what, what letter does your name start with? And he goes, A. <laughs> nice. so he won like a mickey um medal which is really cute he was super proud he wore it to dinner so no it was it was really 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 fun i'm so glad that we got to do it and he was he was super pumped too because we didn't tell him until we were literally within eye shot of the, of the ship he saw it and we were like hey boat what's that it's a mickey boat do you want to go on the mickey boat uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> good so, it was good it was fun well, that's awesome. Thanks. Thanks for sharing. Glad to hear you guys had a uh, good time and uh, welcome back to the States. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Donna, let's take a quick break. We will be back and take a look at our crystal balls. All right, Donna. And we are back with one of what has become one of my favorite shows that we do. I enjoy this. I know you do. I do. Um, the only update that I can see from our list, and it doesn't matter, we can't really put it on the scoreboard because we both agreed. Um, we both put Festival of Fantasy Parade reopening March 1st, 2022, and the correct date will be March 9th. I mean, Jamie, that's that's pretty darn good. Yeah, that's a round of self-congratulations for us. Well-deserved. Cheers to you. Hey, there you go. So, no, I agree. So, we have a brand new, I think I have 10 that we can go through, but we'll see in the interest of time how we are. Um, And full disclosure for everybody, Donna has not seen this list. Correct. She was on her cruise, so I added things that have not yet opened. Um, You do know one of them, um, which we'll get to at some point. Okay. And Donna doesn't know why she knows, but she'll laugh when we get to it. All right. First up, ESPN Club at the boardwalk. I had thought that, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought that at one point in time the rumors that it wasn't going to reopen. That is what we have heard, but it has not been officially confirmed by Disney. Um Yeah, or you know what, Donna? I'll give you this. If you want to go with that is not going to reopen ever when we get an announcement i'll put a little asterisk when we get an announcement on the replacement you can go either or 
This is a, this is a harder one for me than the NBA experience, which was a total dud. I don't believe that that's ever going to reopen as the NBA experience. And to be honest with you, I'm not sure it's going to reopen as anything. Because well, Disney have... announced that. That's done. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. ESPN is a little bit different for me because they still have that whole wide world of sports ESPN area. Right. It is the, I believe the former name was ESPN wide world of sports. Correct. So it's not like they're going to like sever a tie with ESPN. They own ESPN. Correct. So are they going to reopen? Let me ask you this, Jamin. I know that doesn't really matter with the answer. Have you guys ever eaten there? Yes. As a matter of fact, we have. We went to the, I think the, we were going to, it was just Val and I, we were going to go, I think, to Abracadabar, um, but then wanted food instead. And we, we went there and I think probably just wings. It wasn't anything, um, you know, crazy. We just walked in. Um, so yeah, one time we did actually eat there. I know that that's a place that some locals, local Disney people, but locals Mm -hmm. had gone to in the past to see different games that weren't, you know, broadcast on regular TV channels. Yeah, because if if there is a big game for you personally that you want to see, I mean, uh, I don't know many places that you could do that. Right. Um, So I know that that was a place that some locals would go. Our friend Tim had gone there several times. Um, I'd heard the food was average but not that expensive so kind of get what you pay for type situation um but it's huge it's a huge building for those who have not seen it and prime real estate also true right on the boardwalk there also true so i think disney will want something there james i would agree but at this point in time if there has been no official announcement made then maybe it is going to reopen because you'd think that if it weren't that they would get moving on a replacement, right? Um, my only hesitation with saying maybe, maybe not would be if they're already having problems staffing current restaurants, mm. you know, that there's not going to be any rush to remodel. Um, you know, we th- at least think that's a reason why the dining plan is getting kicked down the road because they need to get all the restaurants reopened but in order to do that the staffing issue has to be fixed devil's advocate i believe and i would have to ask gerald but i believe that the person who comes in and rents the space the vendor i think that they have to pay the construction fees so if Disney were looking to unload the space, they could have someone else come in and pay for the remodel and staff it and everything else. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, that could be theoretical. Yeah, no, I, I, I could see that happening. Okay, I don't know. So I'll go with if it's going to come back. I think it will be just before Thanksgiving, prior to all those football games. Um, so let's say now you're making me look and see when Thanksgiving is. You just put right before Thanksgiving. 11, 20. Well, I want to be official. Should we go Thanksgiving Eve, 11, 23? Do it. All right. Donna says, and you're saying, um, comes back as ESPN. Yep. I, I think at this point it almost may be 
not worth the effort to um, remodel and, and they'll just eventually reopen it. I think it's it will be later in the year. Um, I'll say, you know what? They've been surprising though, because I didn't think Jico would open reopen so quickly. So, you know what? I'm going to go the opposite of what I just said. I'm going to say August first. Oh, all right. Um, Jamie as ESPN and Donna. Okay. All right, so we have our first predictions. Much more discussion than I expected for that one. Well, it's it's a that's a really interesting one though to me at least. There's a lot of nuances, if you yes. will. Yeah. All right. So next one. Sip of Perrier. Sip of Perrier. Yeah. This Pellegrino. <coughs> the tea sparkly en- water. Yeah. Enchanted tea <laughs> sparkly water. <laughs> You're tired. <laughs> Go to bed, Donna. Yeah. <laughs> Go to bed. Enchanted Tales with Belle. Oh, I'd love to see this come back. And now that they've lift- lifted the indoor mask mandate, I think that this one could be coming. And Donna, I should also mention, I, I think I forgot to pull this story for housekeeping. I did want to mention, though, that um, Anna and Elsa mm. at Epcot are meeting in the Royal Summer Hoops now. Which, that's nice, because that's indoors, and they clearly will not have masks on. Correct. Okay, so this one's coming. Enchanted Elizabeth has to be coming back. And I don't think for as many people as this attraction can hold between the queue and the different areas within the the mini show character meet and greet i don't think it requires a ton of staff truthfully see i was gonna say the opposite because if you i mean you have the the and i i don't think i've ever done the the standby queue so i don't know how many people that requires but at least with whatever the lightning lane or, or when it was fast pass you had the person at the fast pass check-in point okay you had a person that ran the, that holding room after right. you got in the building. Then there was a person with the magic mirror. Right. Then there was another person with the wardrobe. Right. Then you have one or two in the main meet and greet area, plus Bell, plus Beast. I actually think it's a pretty heavily staffed meet and greet. Well, no children listen to our show, so therefore I feel comfortable saying that most meet and greets have multiple face characters or fuzzy characters in multiple rooms with cast members in each of those rooms. Yeah. I don't know. That would be an interesting one. But my my gut says it's a more heavily staffed attraction, but I mean, it doesn't mean that I'm right. You know, you're wrong. Because you figure Ariel's Grotto has at least four different Ariel holes, right? Holes? <laughs> Is that what you said? Ariel shells in which she sits. Rooms. Oh, okay. Caves. The Cave of Wonder. They just stick her in a, in a hole. So if there's four Ariels and four attendants, plus the people running the queue, that's the same thing right there. Yeah. Well, but then again, Ariel's Grotto's not open either. Indoors, no face coverings. 
Oh, because she's a face character, you mean? Correct. And that's a smaller space than, for example, like the greeting at um, Princess, whatever Fairy Tale Hall. Yeah, like like the space is smaller. If I'm making sense. Yeah, no, I I can agree with that. All right. Well, what do you think? Coming soon. I would not be surprised to see it by March 30th. Wow. Okay. 3.30.22 DD. Um, I think it's going to be post spring break. I think it's going to be, I'm going to go May 1st. Okay, so not too god-awful later than me. No, it's not. Although I am kind of curious. I said, (laughs) this is funny, meet Ariel at her grotto. I said June 1st, 22. You said September 1st, 22. Interesting. Yeah, that is. So we almost kind of flip-flopped a little bit. But no, that'll be interesting. I Between the two, I actually do think bell would come online first me too i think it holds more people significantly yeah and they've they've been using for whatever reason the grotto as an exit for i know the attraction i don't i still don't understand that we've only done that that exit once andrew when you guys just did that the other day did you go through ariel's grotto or did you come out normally normally yeah i think it depends on the number of people they're running through at any given time but i totally agree that was wonky the one time we walked through there Oh my god, I, I felt like I was walking in the storybook circus. Bizarre. Yeah. So all right, next one up. Monsieur Paul. Oh, Jamie, this one's hard because I've never eaten there, though I always was under the impression that it was a very like intimate dining location. Um expensive, yeah. No, no, I know it's pricey, but I, I also meant that, like, a small space. Oh, 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 okay. Um, I've not eaten there. I, I can't comment on the size of the, the space that I don't know. Because if it is as small as I picture it being, because it sits upstairs there, um, I don't think this is going to reopen for a good long while, because they truly cannot put distance them between tables and keep the restaurant open. I think that's the same reason that Victoria and Alberts hasn't reopened. <laughs> That may or may not be later on the list. (laughs) Um, Well, it's funny, though, because the only, not that I I disagree, but my only thought with that is we ate at Chez de France in, I may have been last June, um, and I was surprised that restaurant was packed. Hmm. The only thing that I could think of at that time was, it wasn't, it's not a Disney owned restaurant. And I don't think Monsieur Paul is Disney owned either. Okay. So they may be more likely to, to kind of stack people in there, but I was very surprised because it was still, you know, relatively early on in the pandemic. Interesting. Into the reopening process, I should say. Right. Of course. So, um, um, yeah, I don't see that one reopening for a good while. I don't, I don't necessarily think it was popular enough to worry about getting reopened. And I also think the size does not help it in this case. Yeah. I think those were all valid reasons. I would also say, um, I would also completely forget what I was going to say. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, I, I think this is going to be a- along with what you said with like B and A's. I think this will also be similar to um, the Japan restaurant Takumi Tay. 
I think they'll all have, you know, a very in the future type of opening. So go ahead. Your, your date. Oh man. January 1st. Okay. I think it'll be before that. I'm going to go 12, one 22. It, Let's take a quick pause, Donna, because I, I, as you were talking, I, I had a question that kind of popped into my mind. Scale of zero to 100 being 100%, everything is fully opened as if it's 2019 and we're partying again. When do you think every restaurant on property will be reopened as if it was 2019? Since our viewers, viewers, my brain, listeners cannot see my thinking face, <laughs> I will just tell you that I'm pondering that question. If you would have asked me this a year ago today, Jamie, I would have probably said, oh, gosh, well before February of 2022. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't want to say like there's been irreparable damage to to the tourism industry in, in this area and that too many people have moved away, but I don't think they have the CPs back up in full force. Cause I don't see a poo ton of CPs walking around at this point, college program cast members. So I don't know what that means. Uh, they don't have the international cast back yet. And that That's makes a big, a big difference. Um, I think that those things have to happen before Walt Disney world can really be, as you said, partying like it's 2019 pre-pandemic um i think summer of 23 i think we may still be a full year away from that assuming things go right yeah i don't think that's a bad guess especially because to my point of the college program kids you can choose for those who might not be super familiar with the program um it's a semester long either fall or spring semester program but for those who are coming in the fall, they can choose to do a pre-program in the summer, just like the students who come down for the spring can choose to extend the program through the summer. So they do have a good amount of CPs here. Well, most traditionally, most summers. Um, so I don't think that that's a bad guess. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be summer 2022 though. I think it might, as Jamie kind of, you know, stated be until next summer. Yeah, I agree. Um, oh, speaking of, let me just really quickly, yes. I don't know this is a total like squirrel, but so was your question. They were training cast members on our cruise for the wish. Oh, that's cool. A lot, a lot, a lot of cast members earning my ears all throughout the boat in all different roles. It was cool. Oh, that's, that's cool to see. Um, so something that I did not get to do that I know you did. Restaurantosaurus burgers and sundays. Oh, Jamie. They were, and you know, I'm not, I don't know that we've talked about this really on the podcast. You know, I'm not usually like a red meat person, um, but those burgers were excellent. And when they bring back the dining plan, if they bring back the dining plan as it used to be, and if, you know, that experience were back, there's a lot of ifs in this statement, but that is an absolute home run use of a quick service credit 100%. for something that very much felt like a table service experience. I agree. So when are they bringing it back? When are they bringing it back? That took an extra couple of cast members because they did bring your food to you. 
they did have someone kind of posted up by the one room saying that only the people allowed in were doing that experience. They even had like essentially someone acting as a host taking you to the table that you had been assigned. So someone was assigning those tables too. And then they had someone running the ice cream station. So certainly more cast members than would be needed to just run it as a quick service. Right. And not a whole terribly lot more money, truthfully, for that as far as, you know, them being able to, to, to comp the, the difference. Do I think it's coming back? I sure hope so. Man, do I hope so. That's, that's what I'm struggling with. Does this come back? Because I almost, I think it was a little more elevated, but I almost put it on par with that uh, Pizza Fari family style idea that they had which we did not do and also i'm not sure jamie i'm not sure correct me if i'm wrong i didn't think that that was included with the dining plan i I don't believe believe it was i thought it wasn't because it was all you could eat wasn't it no, I don't think it, I didn't think it was. Or did you get like a pizza and a salad for the table? I don't remember. It's correct. Good. I believe that's what it was. But go ahead, give your. Uh... Do I think it will come back? Honestly, I don't think so, because I think there's too many other things that they need to staff and figure out before they would worry about an elevated quick service experience at animal kingdom. I think that with, um, Tiffin's now, or excuse me, not Tiffin's Tusker house now reopens and Yak and Yeti serving dinner again and, and everything else. I don't know. I'm going to say, I, I honestly don't see it coming back. I loved it, but I don't necessarily see it coming back. I'm going well, I can't agree. <laughs> sure you can. I, 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 all right. I, I don't think it's coming back, which is a huge, huge shame. But I almost want to take the prices right style of bid a dollar and say <laughs> it comes back by, you know, 2027. <laughs> but um, all right. So Donna says does not come back. I will say. I mean, there's no, it's going to, you're right. It's probably going to be tied to the dining plan. So I'm going to say, I'll say 12, 1, 22 is what I'll go with. I'll go, I'll say December 1st. See, I'm not even sure they'll include it with the dining plan when they bring it back. I think they're going to drag us over the blessed coals when they bring back that dining plan. Um, I did look, by the way, we were both correct. Pizza Fari was all you can eat. And it was a quick service credit on the dining plan. Interesting. So both were true. All right. Do you have your tissues ready? This next one may make you sad. Uh Uh-huh. Bring it on. Walt Disney World Railroad. Oh, God almighty. This doesn't make me sad. This makes me mad. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know what, though, Jamie? And you would know this better than me because you keep up on more of like the the permitting and things like that. Mm-hmm. But you know the um that cut through access road that we take all the time when we come from our house yes. and we turn get Disney Castle parking and when we drive back right by um Space Mountain and by where they house the railroad and the monorails. Mm-hmm. That road's been closed for a couple of weeks now. Interesting. So they're either 
doing something with the trains to lay track or doing something with Tron that's jacking up that whole back area. So it's something big. Uh, I thought I read about that and I can't remember what that was. Um, yeah, I don't know what it, I mean, maybe, maybe they're updating the, the track that, that crosses, um, you know, the road there. Um, I don't know. I, I think this is so obviously so tied to Tron construction because they still haven't laid the the track the new track and the railroad ties by the Fantasyland station. Like they've done pretty much everything else. We have seen testing um, even during park hours. Uh, well, I've been letting you go first, so I'll give you first honors. I do have a date in mind. If this is not back by October 1st of this year, you can hold me to it. I am writing a nasty email, letter, tweet, whatever, to Bob Chapek, all of the above, telling him what a twitty is. I was going to say October 1st. That, that was the date that I had in my head. It better. Are we agreeing there? Yes, it had uh, better. Or you literally you can put it in this document. Or Donna calls Bob JPEG twit. <laughs> I'll put it in quotes. Or Donna <laughs> calls JPEG uh, T-W-I-T. Is that twit. how we're spelling yes. twit? That would okay. be a twit. I just wanted to make sure I didn't And then I will that. also ask you if he's Tweedledum or Tweedledee. <laughs> all right. Next up. I don't know if we'll get through all, all five of these. because we're, we're already at uh, almost 24 minutes in. All right. Then let's do, uh, we'll do two more. Okay. Okay. Because this one I'm in- really interested in your opinion. Uh, H2O Glow. The After Hours event at Typhoon Lagoon. This to me was a home run because the water parks were never open late. So it's mm-hmm. not like they had to keep it open like to 2 o'clock in the morning to do this event. So, you know, doing this just after the normal hours of the park. Home run. Absolute home run. This may be a dumb question. Is Blizzard Beach like actually lit for guests at night i'm not ignoring you i'm thinking because i couldn't remember that and i because it seems like i i I mean obviously typhoon lagoon is but i could never remember because they've never had like a nighttime event at blizzard beach at least to my knowledge i mean it's lit you can see it but i just don't know if it's lit for guest purposes i don't know yeah, I don't know either. So, no, I, I think that this will come back. Um, this summer is the is the question mark there, though, you know? Maybe next summer, summer 23? I think this is tied to what they do when Blizzard Beach, is, the scheduled refurbishment, is done. Mm. I'm not convinced they're going to run two water parks at the same time this summer. Which is shocking to me. Well, I think if they have the staffing that they might, and they might offer that AP ticket, water, water park ticket again. And especially, let's also keep in mind, Jamie, as we talk this through out loud, pass holders like Andrew and I have now added on the water park option, $79 or whatever it was for the year water park option. So if they don't have them both open over the summer, there's going to be a lot of pissed off people with how long the lines are. Not that they care about pissed off people. They've proven that, but you hear what I'm saying. 
I, yeah, I, I'd be surprised, but not that surprised. I will say this. I'll be stunned if that Water Park AP ever comes back. I don't see that standalone AP coming back ever. Really? I No. Especially because they have the add-on for uh, annual pass holders. I don't think it'll ever be um, a Water Park AP separate add-on. You know what, though, Jamie? I think you made a good point that I would gander that most of the people who would have picked that up would have been APs. So how cheap could they make it? That would be less than the $79 add-on that we already grabbed, which includes the mini golf and everything. Well, it's a hundred, but yeah, it's ninety nine. Why did I have seventy nine in my head? Because is that's my... a it, that's a one day regular price ticket. How much do I pay for my memory maker? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was I was half covering my mouth when I said that. That was my fault. How much did I pay for the add on of memory maker? They're both a hundred. I don't know why in my head I had seventy nine. All right. Well, I do pay for both of those. What? It, it, that's a hundred percent the the one day ticket for a water park. Without okay. any discount. Or, I'm sorry. No, that's $69. Okay, so then, what do you think on, to go back to your original question, when? H2O Glow? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I like I said, I think it's tied to what they do with Blizzard Beach when it reopens. Um, it, I mean, they could totally shutter Typhoon Lagoon and just keep Blizzard Beach open. I'm going to stay positive and I will say, I mean, it doesn't make sense to do it in July. If you're going to do it, you would do it in June. I'll say June 16th. <laughs> All right. Fair. I need I a said, date from you. Okay, I said summer 23, so I'll oh, go. sorry. I'll go May 1st, 2023. 5 one, 23, did he? All right, last one. We'll do one more, and this is the one that you should know. Um, <laughs> this is the one that uh, should bring a smile to your face that you should have known about. Okay. Afternoon tea at the Grand Floridian. <laughs> um, when do I think that that's going to come back? I think this goes back to staffing, like so many other things that we've discussed. I don't think that this was so wildly popular that it would come back certainly like before um, 1900 Park Fair. Like definitely think 1900 Park Fair is coming back first. Would um, you like a reference for that? Because I think we did that in some of our other crystal ball predictions. Oh yeah, it'd be great. Um, okay. You, you said March 1st, 2022. That went I well. said June 1st, 2022. Okay. How about let's go October first, like tied in with like food and wine stuff. Although I know food and wine is probably gonna start like July second at this point. Um, I mean, I'm completely and utterly grasping at straws here. Um, yeah, I think with it not being overly popular, I'm gonna say I'll go three one twenty three. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Just because I think it's so low on the radar, especially like you said, um, <laughs> there is jackhammering going on outside my window. Um, nice. Yeah, I, I don't know. We had fire trucks and all sorts of things going on earlier tonight. Um, 
I think this is so low on the radar that it, it's almost in like the uh, who cares category. Um, like you said, 1900 Park Fair, that needs to come back. Yeah. Like, yeah, on the, sca- on like, the scale of... Like March 1st. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. On the, I mean, we could have an announcement tomorrow. I, I mean, on the scale of things that need to come back, like Jico Flying Fish were big. Um, Turf Club, I guess you could make it in a case for people at Saratoga. But like your, your Akershuses, your 1900 Park Fairs, um, Hoop De Do Review to a certain extent. I think those are big ones that are next up and need to be i hope so yeah no i totally agree so um we're 30 minutes done i think we should save our other three for when we revisit the crystal ball i mean there's always so many things that we could you know like things that we discuss oh what about this what about this and and adding things in so there's there's always stuff to discuss plus it's fun as things are announced to be reopened to go back and revisit like oh we have points here points there um, so we'll definitely do this in the near yeah. future. Oh, before you do the close, Donna, just uh, the current score is five for Donna and three for me. Um, bum, yeah, very sad. Smallest little violin playing the saddest little tune for you, James. It happens. So next week we are going to start our second annual March Madness tournament. Jamie is not going to buff the bracket this year and forget something as he did last <laughs> year when we had to combine. Was it Yacht and Beach that we made together, James? I'm yes. pretty sure we put Yacht. I and think Beach I forgot there. the poly. Yeah, something like that. And we realized we were like, oh, kind of minor detail. Um, so in any case, we are going to do our March Madness tournament for 2022 with the theme of attraction cues. So obviously, Jamie cannot or he will go even more gray or more bald, if I want to rip on Jamie for that regard, uh, creating a cue or a bracket with every single cue. We're going to have to take you know the top cues from each park and, and kind of go from there. But this will be a really, really fun discussion of entertainment value aesthetic value um how long it takes etc 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 um but this will be a really really fun one as well i really enjoyed last year's tournament for those who might not have listened we discussed resort hotels and wilderness lodge came out as our number one resort hotel and i actually talk to guests about that all the time but for another day, we'll be talking about our March Madness round one of cues coming up on episode 100 two weeks from now. So please keep an eye on our social media page um, and on our Pixie Vacations by Donna and Jamie pages for the link to a poll that we are putting out there for you guys to play a little bit of family feud. Thanks for your time and for listening. As always, we hope you have a great week and we'll see you real soon.